five, four, three, two, one. We have podcast. We have podcast. That Michael Show, boy. Michael Show's the man. The Michael Show. Michael Show. show. Michael Show is a The real... Michael Show. Michael Show's a decent guy. Oh, he's so cute! And look who keeps coming back for more. Thank you for downloading The Michael Show. As always, you can download The Michael Show on iTunes and find all things Michael at themichaelshowpodcast.com. And hey, you're hanging on iTunes and you're downloading The Michael Show. Why not just hang out for a couple more seconds? Leave some comments, leave some ratings, and definitely... Definitely hit that subscribe button so you can get all new episodes of The Michael Show as they're downloaded to your iTunes weekly. I don't know what's going on today. It's like The Michael Show is cursed. Did you hear that music skip right there? I'm telling you. This right here, this Christmas edition of the Michael Show. You know what? Forget it. If it's Christmas, here we go. This play the Christmas music. Play the goddamn Christmas music. It's not playing. What's going? On? There it is. <laughs> this is horrible, guys. I don't know what's going on, and no, I'm not gonna reset the episode. It's almost as if this is the. Michael Show Christmas podcast that was never meant to be. It's like the omens in the sky and and you know it's just like no, this should not meant to be. So many technical issues have happened before starting this episode. I, I've never experienced this before. Whether it be music cutting off or all of a sudden the mic stops working or the soundboard's asking acting crazy i mean i'm telling you i think this is the podcast that never was meant to happen now fine all arguments aside it's not like anyone's listening to this to begin with but still if somebody in a drunken christmas uh frenzy stumbled across this podcast and it wasn't there they could have lost their one-stop shop to listen to the Michael show while highly drunk which I highly recommend the only way to get through the show is to be drunk so yeah Merry Christmas for all Christmas thoughts and intentions and whatever you were looking to get out of this holiday season I hope you got it whether it be going under your Christmas tree and unwrapping that one awesome gift where you're like fuck yeah this is exactly what I wanted or whether it's just you being able to see family that maybe you don't normally get to see. Maybe you traveled across the country and now your Christmas wish has come true. Well, I'm very happy. I'm very happy that whatever Christmas wish you were looking for came true. So hopefully everyone got exactly what they wanted and exactly what they were looking for because that's what Christmas is about isn't it? Maybe it's not necessarily getting a material thing. Maybe it's seeing people you don't normally get to see or just whatever it is. It's about being cheerful and happy, thankful for what you have in your life. But in addition to that, it's that time of the year where you think about other people. Now, I hear people make comments sometimes about, you know, 
It seems like during Christmas time, everyone just happens to be in a better mood. And I kind of agree with that. You kind of see that when you're interacting with people. Everyone seems to be a lot more cheerful and a lot more nice and so forth. Now, Christmas time can be very stressful. So, so I'm sure for those people who are experiencing Christmas stress, kind of the Grinch mode comes out. But for the most part, people do seem to be more pleasant more kind, more nice. Now, why I've always thought that that is the case is because during Christmas time, for the most part, you're not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about other people. You're thinking about all the people in your life as you're going out and you're hitting the store, hitting a department store, hitting the mall, going down your Christmas list of this is who I need to buy things for, this is what I'm going to buy for them. And sometimes that list extends beyond just family. Friends make that list. Maybe a neighbor makes that list. The gardener makes that list. Maybe you're somebody who frequents Starbucks seven days out of the week and every day that you're there, that one cashier is there. You know what? They made my list too. You know, that's where Christmas cheer comes from. That's where that pleasantness at the end of the year comes from because we're thinking of other people. We're thinking about the people who have made a difference in our lives. We're thinking about the people who have positively contributed to our lives. And as a thank you for that person, we go out in search of a nice token to give to them as a token of appreciation to say, you know what? This year, you made my life, whether it be more cheerful, maybe it was better, or you were just that pleasant part of my life that I went through an experience. Here you go. Thank you for being part of my life this year. That's why people are more positive and more cheerful. Now, I could be completely wrong. That's just how I've always viewed it because what's different between Christmas time and let's say Valentine's Day time comes around. Notice when Valentine's Day comes around, people tend to be more in a pissed off mood. Because Valentine's Day is a pissed, kind, pissed, poor, uh, stressful time of the year. The girls go out and they want to dress up and do whatever. Very few guys actually want to go out and wait two fucking hours at the Cheesecake Factory to eat whatever the hell is going to be dished up. Well, I mean, maybe that's just my disgruntled view of uh, Valentine's Day, but it is what it is. Christmas time, positive, cheerful, and it's good to go. Now, today, I think I may have a special treat for you. A special treat for you because you, the listener of The Michael Show, has been a positive contribution to my life. Now, I don't know if we're actually going to be able to make this happen, but we're going to try our best. But until that time, let me let me share something with you. A story I came across that I thought was just fits in the Christmas, but it's also one of those like, wow, that's really cool. So 107 years ago, Tonight, but you know, assuming you're listening to this on Christmas Day, 107 years ago tonight, Americans heard the world's first radio show. Just think about that for a second. 107 years ago, maybe your grandparents were around, your great grandparents, they may not have actually viewed the first, or not viewed, listened to the first broadcast, but wow, the first radio broadcast now in 
1906, there was but one radio station, and on Christmas Eve, it beamed out the world's first radio show. Now, at 9 p.m. on Christmas, is it Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Oh, holy cow. It says Christmas Eve. So this was yesterday. So yesterday at 9 p.m. at night, 107 years ago, the Canadian inventor Reginald Vesadin set up his set up his microphone in his studio in Brant Rock, Massachusetts, and performed a live performance and... By some accounts, it was able to be heard up to 12 miles away. So I take that back. Maybe your grandparents or great-grandparents weren't able to hear it unless they were living in a 12-mile radius of, you know, uh, Brant Rock, Massachusetts. So after Reginald Vesadin set up his microphone and played some live music on Christmas Eve night, 9 p.m. 107 years ago, he followed it by reciting some passages from the Bible. Now, now we wait. Yes, I'm getting the thumbs up. Okay, guys, I'm getting the thumbs up. It looks like, yes, I am going to be able to give you a Christmas gift from me, humble host of The Michael Show, to you, the faithful follower and listener of the show. Now, as a special treat, my producer, producer Bob, fired up his flux capacitor, and we're going to be able to go back in time to listen to the first radio broadcast. Okay, so he's pushing buttons and there's, okay, we're good? Okay, he's got the signal. So any minute now, the producer is going to patch us through so we can listen to the actual first radio broadcast. This is great right here because we're going to be able to experience history that's past but be able to hear it for the first time when it actually happened on the radio, okay, he, there it goes. There it is. From Brant Rock, Massachusetts. Rubinoff and his violin. There you go. <laughs> the first radio broadcast. What else would you expect in this right here? And I got to tell you when I look back. Okay, so we're still getting a good signal, right? I'm getting the thumbs up. So we're going to be able to hear this loud and clear for a couple minutes to experience this historical moment. But when I look back at some of these old, like, radio... This is Hugh Conrad suggesting that for complete... Well, there you go. More music. The producer, the announcer went off right there. But it's pleasant. It's quaint. Somebody just playing a violin in front of the microphone... And this is what people gathered around the radio to listen to 107 years ago, starting on the first day the radio broadcast went out. So, yeah, this is the positive thing, right? Wait, what? Hold on. I'm getting an issue. Wait, wait, hold on. What's going on? What's that noise? Wait, what? Okay, I'm getting the thumbs down. Something's going on right here. I'm getting a message saying, no, it's not that the radio dial is turning. It's, wait, what? 107 years ago, they made that decision? Hold on, guys. Something's happened. 107 years ago, on the first radio broadcast, they're already done with the violin. 
And they've decided what they're going to do is they're going to what? They're going to flip formats on the station? Well, what are they going to flip it to? Top 40s? Oh my gosh, what the hell? Whoa! So we're experiencing radio history in the making. From the first radio broadcast to the first time they flipped formats and they've gone to the top 40s. Now, I don't know where they got this song 107 years ago, but top 40s is what's going on now. I don't know what's going on, guys. I don't know what's going on. I like the violin music. It was fun. It was great. Wait, hold on. I'm getting another message. Something bad is happening. Wait, what? What's going on now? Okay, so we're, we're not losing the signal. It's still coming in strong, but we're getting that radio frequency dial again. Are, are, are we changing? No, no. How can we change stations? 107 years ago, there was just one radio station on the air, and it could only be heard in a 12-mile radius. So from the first signal, they flipped the top 40s, and it looks like something else is happening. Wait. No. No. No, please. Tell me it didn't start back then. They flipped formats to Spanish radio? Oh, my gosh. Oh, shit. I don't know what's going on, guys. I don't know what's going on. I didn't even know that there were Spanish immigrants in Brent Rock, Massachusetts 107 years ago. So, we've officially experienced radio history in the making. From the first radio broadcast 107 years ago from Brent Wash, Massachusetts, to them flipping formats in a matter of minutes, the top 40s, and after that, Flipping formats once again to Spanish radio. Before radio even got out the door, it failed. <laughs> Where did they get this music 107 years ago? I mean, I don't know about you. I don't speak Spanish, but it sounds like they're saying Obama, but that's just impossible. Obama wasn't around 107 years ago. Okay, cut us off. Cut us off. F fire down the the flux capacitor or whatever's going on. Get, get, get us out of there. We've heard enough. So there you go. First radio broadcast. Switch the top 40s and, and the Spanish radio. I got to tell you guys. After that traumatic experience right there, there's only one thing we can do. Why don't we take ourselves a brief intermission? Wait, wait. Hold on. I'm getting a message. Hold up for my producer. Okay. An unannounced guest is going to be in here after the intermission. Now, I have I've no idea what's going on, and I'll, we'll, we'll find out. But we'll find out together right after this intermission. We'll be back with more of The Michael Show right after this. The Michael Show, the podcast nobody listens to except you. Mission time. If leaving, please replace your inner car speaker before releasing brakes or starting motor. Do not back out. Drive to the aisle in front of you and exit. And now, for those remaining, it's intermission time. 
Time for that stretch you've been wanting. And best of all, time to take your pick from that scrumptious array of tasty treats waiting for you at the snack bar. Where the popcorn's popping. The cold drinks are sparkling. The hot dogs are sizzling. The coffee is steaming. And a luscious treasure of your favorite ice cream flavors as you like it, served. And so much more to tempt any taste is waiting for you now at the snack bar. You'll be notified in plenty of time when the next show is about to begin. They're the only team on Earth that can protect our planet. And this season on Power Rangers Megaforce, when these new heroes suit up, go, go, Megaforce! Evil is going down. Pesky humans, they dare to fight back. Prepare for the most mega battles in Power Rangers history. Let's finish him. Power Rangers Megaforce. Catch a brand new episode next weekend, only on Nick. Hi, this is Rick Dees, right here with The Michael Show, the podcast nobody listens to, except for you. He is number one, right here, KISS FM. Thank you for staying with us right here on The Michael Show, and of course, you can check out all things Michael at themichaelshowpodcast.com. Now, before or after we finish our time travel trip right there, I got an announcement that we have ourselves an unannounced guest coming in from my producer. Now on the break I tried to find out who it was and I was getting the no we're not going to tell you. It's supposed to be a surprise. I guess orders from the guys upstairs is they really wanted this guest to come in. So I guess any minute they're going to come in. But before we get into that right there, whatever we have in store for us, just really briefly, holy shit do you hear about this Target story that happened? You know, there's hackers who attacked Target Corporation and basically they compromised up to 40 million credit cards and managed to steal like, uh, well, it depends on who you ask. But but according to uh, uh, executives dealing with this situation right here, out of the 40 million credit cards, they were also able to steal encrypted personal information, kind of like pin numbers whereas targets coming out and saying no 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 they didn't steal pin numbers i don't know who you believe i don't know who you don't believe but at the end of the day it doesn't matter target corporation was compromised and 40 million information of credit cards went out to hackers now i got the notice from my bank that basically said you michael were affected in this hack right here Now, one of the things that they set up was, you know, of course, a new card is coming out since my card was compromised. No money was taken from my account, thankfully, but I'm still checking it every every other day to see if any weird thing pops up. But one of the limits that they put was you could only withdraw up to $100 in cash per day and charge no more than $300 per day, like on your debit card. So, you know, for me, it didn't really matter one way or another because I finished all my Christmas shopping ahead of time. I try my best to stay away from the stores 
as you know, anytime you know within the last weekend or the or the last couple days leading up to the last weekend before Christmas, because I don't want to deal with the stress of going in to dirty, messy stores and it's just a madhouse. So luckily, it didn't affect me too much because I was able to do my shopping ahead of time. But it's really, can you imagine the stress of those last minute shoppers? Okay, okay, I'm getting the thumbs up right now. So, anyways, Target story sucked. We're good to go. So it looks like our special guest is coming in. Now, I have, like I said, no idea what's going on. It could be anyone. For all I know, it could be Santa Claus for all I know. But any minute, no, oh, no, 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 no. I'm drawing the line in the Christmas snow sand line right now. Walking into the, pr- no, no, get him out of here. We are not going to do this again. What do you mean? The fuck? If I don't put him on the air, I'm fired? I'm shit-canned? Well, there you go, guys. You know what? I apologize ahead of time. But that creepo, Michael Myers, has walked into the producer's booth. Now, if you recall the last two times he's been here... The first time Michael Myers showed up, he wanted to recite romantic poetry because he got tired of being ca- typecasted as as, as as like a movie monster and he wanted to become a leading man and be in romantic movies. I don't know why he decided to change his image here on The Michael Show, but guess what he did? He burned the studio down. Second time he comes around, it's more or less the same thing, but he wants to sing romantic music. And guess what happened in the end? So, yeah. Just a little prelude to what's going to happen today. So tell me, what's Michael Myers doing here today? Okay, he's sitting down in his coat or his jump shoot. He's... Okay, he's reaching in and he's pulling out. It, no! Okay. Whew. Thought he was going to pull out a knife. He is pulling out some papers. So what's he going to do today? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, come on. Fuck. So I'm, Really? Do we really have to do this? Right. I'm warning you. You're going to die if this happens. How do I know you're going to die? Because this has happened over and over again every time that creepo is showing up. All right. I'm getting the orders, and I'm just going to follow through. So excuse me if I randomly run out of the studio because I am not going to suffer through this. But apparently Michael Myers, again, is tired of being typecasted as a horror guy, and he wants to be able to become a leading man. So he wants to soften up his image. Why he has to do it here at the Michael Show, I really have no idea. So I'm getting the message on the board right here saying the reason Michael Myers is here today is because in the Christmas spirit, so we can kind of see the soft side that he really has in him, he wants to sing Christmas songs. I'm sorry, guys. I tried to throw him out, but he's here. Do we know what Christmas songs he's going to sing along to? Okay, I'm getting the thumbs up. So it looks like, okay, it looks like Michael Myers is there. Okay, there we go. So Michael Myers is standing up. He's opening to the microphone. So it looks like he's going to sing his rendition of I'm Dreaming of a White 
dreaming of white Christmas. I'm sorry, guys. I told you I tried. Okay, take it away, Michael Myers. doing anything. What do you mean he's singing? He's not doing anything. He isn't fucking doing anything. Do we really have to do this? He's just standing there like a creepo. What do you mean my negative attitude is agitating him? I flustered him. Okay, so, so, so stop the music then. So, so I guess I flustered Michael Myers. So, fine. Okay, you want to give it one more shot? All right, one more shot. What does he have in mind? <laughs> okay, well, he's bringing out his tambourine now. Here, here we go, guys. It's Michael Myers is... At Jingle Bells. Alright, take it away, Michael Myers. He isn't doing anything. Can, can we stop this? Wait. Wait, hold on. He's opening up his jumpsuit is he bringing out more lyrics what's going on S so lower the music makes him start singing another song wait what's he doing no that's not part he's bringing out a knife holy shit oh damn it i told you you fucking let that creep on the building he's gonna start terrorizing everything so michael myers is going on a rampage he's trying to break the glass to get into here because he shit This was gonna happen. Get us the fuck off the air. Get us off the air. Get us off the air now. T get get us out of here. Are, are we clear? Oh, fuck. Every time that creepo comes around, this is exactly what he does. I don't know why they keep inviting him back. Well, <laughs> there you go. There's our Christmas episode of the year. Guys, I apologize for that right there. I always try my best not not let them let that guy in the building, but he keeps coming back for more. So my producer's dead now. The studio is in rampage, ravaged, and destroyed. So I, fuck, it's a mess. But anyways, even though there's corpses and blood and chaos surrounding me, that's not going to let us get the Christmas spirit taken out of us. Now, every year on The Michael Show, we have ourselves a tradition to get into the Christmas mood of playing a Christmas song. 
and this year is no different. So before we wrap up this episode of The Michael Show, through the blood and chaos and carnage and destruction, let us get through our annual tradition of the annual Michael Show podcast, cast, cast, podcast Christmas song. Well, I'll play it since my producer's dead. show Christmas song as only could be delivered from the Beauty and the Beast soundtrack because in my opinion that has to be one of the greatest holiday movies of all time so Merry Christmas one and all this has been a great year hopefully we continue to have uh, another year or two under our belts 
We'll see what the future holds. But a couple of quick announcements. Make sure you follow The Michael Show on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Michael Show Podcast. Or on Twitter at Mr. Michael Show. And of course, your one-stop shop for all things Michael, TheMichaelShowPodcast.com. So until next time, this is Michael with The Michael Show signing off.